On a recent All Things Considered, Robert Siegel and Audie Cornish reported that in Japan, right-handed pitcher Kazuhito Tanano of the Nippon Ham Fighters threw a high and super slow junk ball that seemed to float in the air before falling sharply across the plate. They pointed out that a video of the pitch quickly went viral on the Internet and that, as unusual and rare as the pitch is, it has a history and a name. Siegel and Cornish interviewed baseball historian Paul Dixon, author of the Dixon Baseball Dictionary, who told him that the oddball pitch is commonly known as the Ephus pitch, a slowly thrown, high-arcing pitch likely to reach an apex of 25 feet or more above the ground between the mound and the plate. Dixon credited Rip Sewell, who pitched for the Pittsburgh Pirates back in the 1940s, for throwing the first Ephus pitch. Sewell developed the pitch after his foot was injured in a hunting accident. When Siegel and Cornish asked Dixon how the pitch got its name, Dixon told them Sewell's teammate, Morris Van Robies, called the pitch an Ephus because an Ephus ain't nothing, and that's a nothing pitch. Nixon also pointed out that the pitch has also been called a gondola, parachute, balloon ball, and even a rainbow pitch. Growing up in Pittsburgh, I saw my first Pirate game in 1948. It was a year before Rip Sewell retired from baseball, so I had the chance to see Sewell throw his Ephus pitch. In those days, however, we called the pitch a blooper ball because it seemed to slip out of Sewell's hand and in the air resembled a bloop base hit. While Sewell is best known for his oddball pitch, he was also an all-star for the Pirates and won more games in the 1940s than any other pitcher in the National League. Sewell actually had his best years after coming up with his blooper ball. The hunting accident that forced Sewell to develop the pitch occurred on December 7, 1941. He was out hunting on that infamous day when another hunter mistook him for a deer and fired two barrels of buckshot into his legs below the knees and also damaged the big toe on the right foot. Sewell had to learn to walk again by keeping his right toe up in the air. A right-hander, Sewell also had to pitch the same way by keeping his right toe up and stepping forward when he delivered the ball. The forward motion enabled him to get a lot of backspin on the blooper ball as it floated slowly to the plate. The pitch was so unusual in its spin and flight that umpires thought it was illegal and refused to call the pitch a strike until Bill Clem, the National League Supervisor of Umpires, ruled the pitch legal and ordered umpires to call it a strike. With his blooper ball, Ripsoul pitched his way into the 1943 and 1944 All-Star Games, but it was in the 1946 All-Star Game that he threw his most memorable blooper ball. Just before the game, Ted Williams yelled at Sewell, Hey, Rip, you wouldn't throw that damn crazy pitch in a game like this, would you? Sewell responded, Sure, and I'm going to throw it to you. In the eighth inning, with the American League leading 8 nothing, Sewell came into the game and faced Ted Williams. Williams kept shaking his head from side to side, warning Sewell not to throw a blooper ball, but Sewell just nodded as if to say, Here it comes. When Sewell floated a perfect blooper ball toward the plate, Williams took a couple of steps forward in the batter's box and hit the pitch out of the ballpark, thereby becoming the first and only player in baseball history to hit a home run off Sewell's blooper ball. After his retirement in 1949, Sewell suffered with circulation problems in his legs and in 1972 had to have them amputated below the knee. Despite being out of baseball for decades, he received a flood of support from fans who remembered Sewell and his blooper ball with fondness, and continued to write to him until his death in 1989. When I told my wife Anita about Rip Soul and his blooper ball, she smiled and said that I've made so many bloopers on the Reading Baseball series over the years 
that I should be called the Rip Soul of National Public Radio. This is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball. <laughs>